This is Ray Renati, and you've reached Green Room on Air, my little space on the various internets. Thank you, George W. Bush, for creating that statement so that I could say it. How are you today? I hope you're doing well. It's a beautiful sunny day here in San Francisco, California. I was going to come on here and trash Joe Rogan for recently saying that healthy 21-year-olds don't need to get the coronavirus vaccine. However, I just went on the various intranets again and listened to him sort of apologize for his statement, saying that he says stupid shit all the time and no one should take everything that he says as gospel. Why are people doing that anyway? Well, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, however, he does have millions and millions of listeners. So for him not to be more careful about the things that he says in today's environment of clickbait and social media bait and whatever you want to call it, he needs to be more responsible in my humble opinion. I was going to tell jokes about how he uh, has become an ape because of he, all the testosterone that he takes and brags about taking and his excessive use of hallucinogens and pot and alcohol and all sorts of other stuff. But I won't say that, because he uh, today he sort of uh, retracted, sort of, in a Joe Rogan-ish kind of way. So we won't go there. So where am I going to go? I don't know. I think today will be Stream of Consciousness. Ray Renati and his Stream of Consciousness podcast. Why? Because I have to do my taxes. That's right, taxes. And I have about an hour of free time today to do taxes, so... I gotta get on it. Don't you love taxes? That thing that Amazon doesn't pay and Trump apparently hasn't paid and all of these uh, oligarchs and fascists haven't paid yet. Yet You and me, the working man, we pay our taxes, don't we? And if we don't, we go to jail or we get fined. But not the oligarchs, not the gazillion bazillionaires. No, they don't pay taxes, but oh well. Hey, I've been watching some cool stuff on Netflix. Uh, the, the thing I'm hooked on right now is a series about F1 racing. I didn't know anything about an F1 racing until recently. I mean, I knew what it was. I knew it was kind of a European sort of IndyCar thing. Um, and I've never been a huge racing fan until now after watching this documentary series called Formula One Drive to Survive. It's on Netflix. It's already three seasons. Maybe maybe you've all been watching it already and I'm just behind the eight ball here, but I'm loving it. It's kind of a reality show about F1 drivers and it's mostly the focuses on the middle of the pack drivers and their teams. Did you know that some of these teams, these F1 teams, have thousands of employees so that they can run these two cars in races throughout the summer? And their, bud their budgets vary between $150 million to $500 million a year. Now, I think that may have just been lowered so that they can't spend more than $150 or $200 million a year per team so that things even out more because teams like Mercedes 
who was spending the $500 million a year was destroying everyone because they had the money to have the best drivers and the best car. And it seems to come down to the car, the technology in the car. And if you have $500 million and your Mercedes, you're going to win a lot of races. But it's so exciting because they have, they have these, these uh, live action uh, video cuts of actual races inside the car, outside the car. And they, all, they add all kinds of sound effects when there are crashes. And it's, it's like really exciting. And just the ins and outs and the politics involved. In, in racing, F1 is mind-boggling. The drivers tend to be very young, um, especially lately. It seems that they're getting younger and younger. Some of the best drivers are 19, 20, 21 years old, and they have quicker reaction time. And I guess, my guess is they've probably played a lot of video games in addition to the training they've done. So I think those two things together may make them unstoppable. Check it out. Formula One, Drive to Survive. One other thing that uh, has been on my mind are the Oscars. And the, in particular, the, uh, the award for Best Actor, which went to Anthony Hopkins in uh, The Father. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Apparently, there has been a lot of uproar about his winning the award. Many people feel that it should have been given to Chadwick Boseman for his performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Now, I saw both movies. And they were both outstanding performances. Either one would have been fine, in my eyes, uh, for winning. They're both great. Anthony Hopkins had a much bigger part. The movie was mostly about him and his character in The Father. And Chadwick Boseman was more a, a member of an ensemble. So in that sense... All other things being equal, I would think it could make sense that it went to Anthony Hopkins. In addition to that, and I said this before a few weeks ago, that Anthony Hopkins' performance in The Father was outstanding. One of the best film acting portrayals of any character I have ever seen in film. It's a masterclass in acting. And if you want to learn learn something about being an actor, go watch that movie and watch Anthony Hopkins do a masterful, masterful job. Uh, Chadwick Boseman also did a great job in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and either one would have, could have won. I'm really glad that Chadwick's family went on to say that uh, they were fine with Anthony Hopkins winning. Um, uh, that was really good of them to do. You know, we're in a we're in a situation right now in our country where Black Lives Matter is uh, is on everyone's mind, and and I think that's good. However, I don't think it means that 
Chadwick Boseman should have automatically been the winner. Um, now, on the other hand, who cares? Who cares about these stupid awards, really? I mean, if you get nominated, that's all that matters. After that, who's to say who was best? It's just silliness, anyway. It's just silliness. Awards like this. I mean, they're fun, but I don't care who won. My question is, are all the nominees deserving? And I would say yes. Yeah. So uh, that's my thought about that. I'm re-watching Ozark since the next season is soon upon us. I'm re-watching it with my wife. It's great to re-watch a show like this. I love that program. I, I love dark comedies. And I would say that that's what the Ozark mostly is. I didn't realize that the first time I watched it, but there are a hell of a lot of funny lines in there, especially if you know what's coming. Um, and the other thing that I've been watching that is maybe the darkest TV show I have ever seen. It's called, well, it's written as the end of the F asterisk 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 ing world do you say the end of the effing world or do you actually say the effing word i don't know but this is the darkest comedy i have ever seen on television more than breaking bad more than anything um and it's just hilarious it's about this these two teens one of them who thinks he's a serial killer just because he's so out of touch with his emotions. But from what I can see so far, he's actually not a serial killer or a psychopath. Uh, and uh, he's planning on killing his girlfriend. Um, and that's the only reason she's his girlfriend, because he feels that that's his inevitable future, is to kill, move on to killing people after he's tortured animals. Anyway, yeah, that doesn't sound funny, does it? But it's very, very funny. Uh, it's called The End of the Effing World. And, and, and again, it's been out for two seasons, so this is kind of old news, but that's me. I'm, I'm always a little bit behind the eight ball. All right, folks. If you enjoyed this podcast, which I'm sure you did, please go give me a rating uh, on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. I'm everywhere. Spreaker, Pod. Podbean, uh, what else is there? Uh, you know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, I can go on and on. You can find me. Or, most simply, just go to greenroomonair.com and all the episodes are there for you to listen to at your leisure. Please tell your friends. Tell all of your friends. Blast it all over Facebook and the Twitter that this is the greatest podcast ever in the history of entertainment. All right. Thanks so much. I'm off to do my taxes. That's right. And until next time, I will see you on the boards. Good night, everybody. Good night.